The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. The cycle of higher interest rates and inflation has certainly put stock prices under pressure, and it's kept some investors looking at alternatives like gold. Today's ETF battle is between a trio of gold ETFs from BlackRock, State Street Global, and Granite Shares. So which ETF is the better way to invest in gold? Stick around to find out. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Delighted to have you along with us. Now, the ETF matchups that we do on this program are audience-generated, and that means if you've got a certain contest that you'd like to see, or maybe you're just wondering about which ETFs should I go with, well, send us your battle matchup requests in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed, at ETF Guide, and we'll take a look at it. Also, check out the description section below. We've got links to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Plus, join the waiting list for our brand new margin of safety investing tool. The link is posted below. Now, today's triple header is between three gold ETFs. We've got BAR from Granite Shares, GLD from State Street Global, and IAU from BlackRock. And we've seen a pickup in interest in commodities-focused ETFs. Congratulations, Jose. You win your choice of a ETF Battles coffee mug or a shirt. Visit the description section below for more details. Judging today's gold ETF showdown is Dave Krinsis with ETF Portfolio Management and David Durking with TheStreet.com. There's a whole lot of Daves going on on this program, and I like it. Judges, welcome back. It's good to see both of you. Thanks, Ron. Great to be back. Ronnie D., Mr. Durking, great to see you guys. Our four battle categories are cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then the mystery category. That's uh, where our judges can choose any factor that they feel is crucial to today's contest. Our judges can also nominate wildcard ETFs if they feel that there's better choices elsewhere. I have a feeling we might get some of those on today's program, but we'll see. I've got the scorekeeping chores. At the end of the show, we'll declare an overall winner. Keep in mind, none of the battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of our judges. So let's start with David Durking, and uh, cost is the first category, so get us started. Yeah, uh, GLD is the original gold ETF. It's by far the largest, but it's also the most expensive at 40 basis points. IAU is the second largest. It's uh, much cheaper at 25 basis points. BAR comes in at 17 basis points. So uh, on a pure expense ratio, it's the cheapest. 
I'm actually going to throw out a wild card right off the bat. I'm going to go with GLDM, which is the Spider Gold Mini Shares Trust. Uh, it has an expense ratio of 18 basis points, and it's actually grown lar- large enough that the trading spreads between that fund and the other ones are, are pretty tight. So uh, it's got a clear advantage on total cost. So I'm going to go with GLDM as the wildcard winner. That's a strong start and uh, also a strong wildcard nomination. Thank you, David. Dave, we shift next to you. How do you see it in terms of cost? Well, I agree with my David Judge partner here, and I think the um, cost is really too close to call on these. So I'll just call it a split decision. Split decision? All right. Yeah, it's really irrelevant. At the end of the day, the performance is going to be more important in how they manage these products. So uh, we'll see if there's a big enough variance there to make a difference. But cost is rarely a factor with ETFs. Okay, so that takes us next to exposure strategy. Dave Krinces, you're still up. Give us your analysis. For exposure, these gold securities are very similar. At ETFPM, we now have small portfolio exposure to gold through IAU and GLD. However, we do shift quickly on occasion, so that can change fast. And that said, I call the exposure another Ronnie D favorite, a three-way split decision. Thank you very much. We shift next to David Durking. David, what is your take on exposure strategy? Which of these ETFs uh, really stands out, if, if at all? Well, none of them stand out, actually. I'm not even going to need my full 30 seconds for this one because – uh, these funds are essentially identical. They're all organized as grantor trusts. They're all physically backed by gold that's held in vaults. So they're virtually identical. We'll call it a split decision across all three. Okay, split decision for all three. Thank you very much. We shift next to performance. David, you're still up. Give us your analysis. Yeah, I'm going to call this one a split decision across the board, too, because, uh, I mean, since they're similar, their performances are virtually identical. Uh, the real difference is just going to come down to expenses. Uh, you know, GLDM is the has the total. Uh, I'm sorry, the lowest overall total cost of ownership. So that one, uh, historically over the last few years, has outperformed by just a very narrow margin. But uh, we're kind of splitting hairs um, by calling one a winner over another. I mean, they're all performing within about a one percent total return. So I'll say they're virtually identical. I'll call it a split decision. Dave Krinsis is next. How do you see it in terms of performance? Well, performance is what really matters. And I agree with David again, but the uh, the data here for this random uh, short and medium term performance for gold shows that IAU has been slightly more attractive. Um, but at the end of the day, the best real asset trend has been energy. In fact, over the past 12 months through June 14th, 22, energy sector wildcard XLE returned 60%, well ahead of the S&P and gold. So I give the unleveraged real asset exposure win to wildcard XLE, which ETFPM has been cautiously trading recently. And in its absence here, I give the performance win to IAU. Okay, our next battle category is mystery. And this is where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to make their arguments. So Dave Krinsis, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Well, my mystery category is still position weighting and ETFPM can allocate up to 20% exposure in any of these gold securities. So I call the position weighting category a split decision. All right. That takes us next to David Durking. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? 
Yeah, my mystery battle category is going to be custodianship. So we're going to get into the weeds here just a little bit because with three funds that are virtually identical, you really kind of need to deep dive to find any differences between those. But uh, when I say custodianship, I'm talking about how the gold is actually held within these funds. Uh, for all three of them, uh, the gold is being held in various vaults around the world, but there's uh, a slight difference as far as uh, whether it's being held in a single vault or it's being held in vaults around the world. So uh, for GLD, for example, all of the physical gold is being held in a vault in London. Uh, for IAU, it's also got gold in a vault in London, but it also splits uh, some of its holdings between vaults in New York and elsewhere like Toronto. So uh, if you're a fan of, you know, diversifying your your gold holdings, then you've got then you've got your gold held in a few different spots. With bar, uh, it's just the same as GLD. Uh, it holds all of its uh, its gold in a London vault. So um, as far as what uh, gold fund shareholders are going to see, they're really not going to notice any difference. This is really uh, not much more than an administrative issue. Um, so I'm going to just call this one a split decision right across the board as well. I mean, there's... If you want to split hairs and say you prefer your gold to be held in multiple locations in case there's, you know, some sort of apocalyptic event where they're breaking down the gates and trying to steal all the gold, perhaps it's better to have it in more than one spot. But uh, as far as the average investor uh, putting their money in this fund, it's really kind of a non-issue. So uh, we'll call it a split decision on this one. All right. Split decision got you down. David Durking for your mystery battle category. Thank you for that analysis. Now we shift to the part of the program where our judges can give us their overall winner. And so far we've had a lot of split decisions, but that's on our judges. That's not on me. I just, uh, I just call it like I see it. It's not like I like the split decisions as some judges insinuate. So David Durking, give us your overall battle winner. Yeah. I, you know, again, these are three virtually identical funds. They they hold their gold the same way. They're organized the same. Uh, performance is, you know, virtually identical across the board. So for me, the deciding factor comes down to cost. And again, I'm going to pick GLDM as the winner here. It's got the expense ratio of 18 basis points. Uh, bar is one basis point cheaper, but it's a little smaller. It's not quite as heavily traded, so your trading costs are going to be a little higher. GLDM trades uh, at very narrow spreads. It's a it's a larger fund, so I'm going to give the overall battle winner to GLDM on that front. But I will make the caveat that if you're a, a heavy gold fund trader, you still may come out ahead using GLD despite the higher expense ratio because. There's almost no trading spread on that fund as, at all. So if you're moving in and out and in and out, your total costs may actually come out lower holding GLD because the savings on trading costs will like actually make up for the difference in expense ratio. But uh, you've got to be a pretty frequent trader to get to that point. So I'm going to say for most investors, GLDM, in my opinion, is going to be the winner. Dave Krinces, your final opportunity to give us your overall winner. Well, Ron, the market has something for everyone. To recap this real asset battle, we believe investors should be super cautious in this historic market crash. Don't fight the Fed and don't fight quantitative tightening. At ETFPM, our active strategies have shifted to 100% cash at times to protect principal. 
In addition, we are cautiously trading small positions in energy and gold. So I give this real asset battle win to Wildcard XLE, and in its absence, I give the win to IAU. Well, our judges have spoken, and according to my battle scorecard, today's winner is a split decision between IAU and GLDM with a wildcard nomination of XLE. And our judges made some awesome points. A lot of split decisions in this particular showdown. A couple of key takeaways uh, for investors with gold in a taxable account. Keep in mind that the long-term capital gains in gold are taxed at a 28% rate, which is not the same rate as long-term capital gains for stocks and other securities. So it is a higher rate. It's the gold again is taxed as a collectible. Also, uh, a point that was not made that I think is important is covered calls on gold ETFs. I think it's a flexible way to squeeze out some income from gold, an asset that has no earnings or dividend yield. And so um, keep that in your back pocket. Those of you that want to generate some additional cash flow on your gold holdings. And then finally, gold is like your crazy cousin. You know, sometimes she shows up, sometimes she doesn't, and it can really test your patience and your stamina. So um, you got to be patient with this particular trade. But again, thank you, judges, Dave and David, for your timely analysis and breaking it down for us. Solid, solid work. Happy summer, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Visit the description section below for research links to our judges. While you're there, check out our link to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. You'll also see viewer resources from us. We've got online classes. And don't forget to join our margin of safety tool waiting list. Which ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at ETF Guide. And if we choose your ETF battle, you win your choice of an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 Index for a single day. The S&P 500 Index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.